flows from discovering, becoming, and understanding who we are really meant to be. Next slide, please. Understanding our purpose and our identity is where the ideas flow from, the creativity flows from. Now, we can do different exercises and train our mind to think about how we can grow this. We can look it up. We can do our research. If you've got a smartphone, that's all you need. You can become successful with all of that. Google, you know, every, anything, and you'll come up with a solution somehow. But when you are constantly looking at something and just being inspired, you're in your lane, you're in your element. How to create certainty and momentum in your purpose. Now, there's, there is becoming successful in a career in an industry, but to create momentum to where now this is flowing to me, where this is being attracted to me, that is the difference that I want us to get on is that I can put all of my time and all of my effort into trying to figure something out. But if I would invest in myself and I would prioritize myself, if I would put myself first, I'm telling you guys, it cannot, it cannot compare to the, all the stuff that you will unlock, all the stuff that will be activated when you start investing in yourself as the number one priority and you start seeking more knowledge and education on how you can change your mindset, how you can create the right relationships, attract the right relationships, confidence, certainty, identity, all, these, all of these other things, and then reprogram our mental blueprint to start thinking and understanding now the bigger picture, which is the vision, not just a goal I'm trying to reach, but the vision of what I was really put here on this earth for. Next one, please. Who am I? That is my identity. The certainty that I have been created with purpose, on purpose, and for purpose. It's not based on what I do, but who I was created to be. Sorry, I can't read that far. Who I was created to be. Has anybody ever struggled with somebody else's approval? Wondering what they think, worried about what they're going to say, worried if they're going to receive this, worried if they're going to listen, worried if they will support, will this idea really work or will it flop? Is this a winner or is this a waste of my time? Anybody ever had that question, wondering what are people going to think of me and a month goes by, years go by. 10 years go by, 20 years go by, and all along I've had this dream and this passion in me, but I've been too scared to try it or even talk about it because maybe when I talked about it when I was 10, 12, 15 years old, I got made fun of, I got insulted, I got criticized, and I got told, get your head out of the clouds and stop dreaming and just come back down to reality and play it safe. Stop taking all these risks, you're going to fall on your face. And they kill the dream in these kids. And what happens is, is that we just accept 50 grand a year as the norm. And we adjust our lifestyle to fit and to be satisfied and to be comfortable with this when you were created for 50 grand a week. When you know there's something bigger and greater in you and you know that there's more generations that are ready to receive from you, you know you got a message, you know you got books in you, you know you got all these movements, movements in you, but we're too afraid to step out 
and give it a try. Step out in faith, launch something, give it a try. Or even afraid of failure, but failure is part of the process. Failure is not a bad thing when we know how to use it for our good. It's preparation. How many in here you got kids? You know they're going to fall when they're starting to walk. You know that they're going to have to crawl a bunch of times. They're going to scrape their knee. They're going to cry. But what do you do? You watch them. You hold them. You pick them back up. You don't let them quit. You don't give up on them and say, oh, I guess it just ain't meant for you. You ain't ever going to walk because how many times have we done tried this and you still ain't figured it out yet? You never give up on them. And sooner or later, they're going to eventually start walking. They're going to run. They're going to jump. And then they're going to go and win the Olympics. If we don't kill the dream in them, but we feed it, we invest in it, we support it, we celebrate it, we, we speak life to it. Use the power of your words, especially for yourself and then especially for your kids. And start speaking life to the dreams again and start cursing the lie and the unbelief that says you can't, you won't, or you're not able to, you're not good enough. Do you know what your last name is? Do you know what side of the tracks you grew up on? Do you know what our family has been through and stop giving them all these limitations and start telling them you will be successful. I believe in you. I'm your biggest fan. I love you. I support you. I got your back. And no matter whatever it is, I'm always going to be here to support you. And start empowering them. You know the whole purpose for life and death being in the power of the tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The whole purpose of life and death being in our tongue is to speak life to the things that God gave us. To the purpose and to the identity and to speak curses and death to the lies and to the unbelief and to the fear and to the insecurity. And start using the power that God gave us to create our surroundings, to create the reality, now to create the results and the life that we want to live and we know that he called us and created us for. Next one, please. Where am I from is the source. So how many here, one more time, you got kids. What did your child have to do with your decision to have a child? What did they do for you to love them? Just exist. What did they do for you to be proud of them when they were born and you held them in your arms for the very first time? You were automatically proud. That was the proudest moment where when you had that child and you looked at them and there was nothing else that mattered in that moment. There was nothing else that, that was important. You weren't thinking about anything else. You weren't thinking about the game. You weren't thinking about anything else at that moment. All you could think about was how in love you were at that moment, how proud you were at that moment and everything that you were going to do for them. And not only that, but you prepared for their arrival. Okay, so this is where I, lo I love this part. You prepare the room, you prepare the nursery, you have a baby shower, you have a, what was it, reveal, gender reveal, and you know, all that. Thank you, sir. You just had, you just had a baby. <laughs> Him and his wife just had, uh, congratulations, by the way. But anyways, so <clears throat> you prepare. You get ready for the arrival. You get the room ready, you get the colors ready, you get all of the gifts, you get all the diapers, you get the film formula, you get the crib, you get the rocking chair, you get everything prepared for the arrival. Because 
You had a plan. You wanted to have a family. You wanted to raise a family. You wanted to pass on an inheritance. You wanted to love a child. You wanted to raise a child. You had all of these things in mind that you wanted to do with the love of your life, and you wanted to show them how good of a father or mother you could be. You had all of this in your heart that you wanted to do. And so you were the reason, and you were the channel and the vessel that these children are here now, and so the source wasn't actually about that I decided to become this one day, or that I wanted to start this business, or that I wanted to be successful, that's not the source. The source is a much greater power, a much greater authority that, pre that, 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 I, that I was predestined, that it preceded my arrival. It wasn't about what I decided or what I enjoyed. It was about that I was chosen for something greater, and because I was chosen, I'm not responsible for trying to figure it all out. I'm I'm responsible for understanding and discovering my identity and so that the purpose and the plan for my life from the greater authority from the creator will be revealed and I can understand what his plan for my life is instead of me trying to figure it out all by myself trying to navigate my way through life trying to figure it out the hard way by falling on my face by trying to understand who's for me who's not for me when you know your purpose you recognize immediately who lines up and who does not line up with your purpose. You understand they're either for me or they're not for me because of the first 30 seconds I'm telling you, you can sniff them out. You can smell if they are sincere or if they're just out to get you and I'm telling you when you know your purpose and your identity there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to offer you something. They're going to try to recruit you. They're going to try to get you to follow them or to get you to, 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 to be a part of their organization and there's nothing wrong with the partnerships. I absolutely love it but but the thing is, is that if I don't understand my purpose and the source of where I came from, I'll say yes to every opportunity and whoever here has had a problem saying no. You get burned out, you get tired, you get stressed out, you get annoyed, you get irritated, you get confused, you got all these other questions because I got a hard time telling people no. Next one, please. Why am I here? My purpose. Why am I in San Antonio? Why am I in whatever city you're watching from? Why am I in Michigan? Why am I even in this job right now? Why am I in this field, this career? Now, just because you may be working a job, anybody right now that may be working a job or you're in a business and, and you feel like there's gotta be more, absolutely. It doesn't mean that we walk away entirely from what we're doing. By all means, no. Don't just quit unless everything is lined up and things are in order and stuff is ready to go. But the thing is, is that why am I here? To initiate change and to bring order where there is dysfunction, where there is chaos. Is there anything here, is there, excuse me, is there anybody here where whenever you see something, it irritates you, it frustrates you. For me, it's arrogance. It's just the, 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 the issue of entitlement. You owe me something. Or for me, it's somebody throwing away 
their life and potential on something that is just not yielding a return. It's not rewarding, and it just bothers me. I absolutely detest it. But the thing is, is that these are all signals saying that if it irritates or it frustrates me, it bothers me, then do I have the solution for it? Do I have the answer for it? Can I make a difference here? Can I initiate change? Can I bring order where there is chaos and dysfunction? If it's bothering me, irritating, annoying me, annoying the mess out of me, just irritating and frustrating me to the point of no end where it keeps me up at night or just whenever I see it, I'm triggered by something and I got to react or I got I to gotta speak my mind. I got to voice my opinion. And there's all of this talking about why we disagree with it and why we don't like it and how we would do it differently. But do we actually fix it? Most of the time, not. My purpose was not to fit in, blend in, adapt to the system as the norm, accept this as this mediocrity, as this, just the way it is, or this is how it's got to be. But how can I? change things to create something so much more better. How can I leave this better than how I found it? How can I go in and make a difference? How can I impact somebody's life today? Not about when I wake up in the morning, who can I take advantage of? Who can I cheat? Who can I steal to get ahead? Who can I step on to get ahead? Who can I lie to to get ahead? But how can I serve? How can I love? How can I honor? How can I be a blessing? How can I change somebody's life today? How can I take the idea and the wisdom and turn it into to value that is high in demand so that we no longer have this issue anymore. Everybody's probably heard this before. Do you want to become really successful? Become valuable. Become valuable to your audience. Become valuable to this lane, to this element. And most importantly, work on yourself. Develop and grow. Study, learn. There should be at least minimum minimum now I know we're busy we covered that in the beginning I know we all got busy schedules but there should be at least a minimum and I'm being nice here 30 minutes a day that you focus on some kind of development some kind of knowledge whether if it's a podcast if it's reading if it's studying whatever it may be focus on feeding yourself what happens in a plane when the air, the, the oxygen drops. What do they say? Put your mask on first. I can't help somebody if I can't, if I can't breathe. The development, the tools, the teaching, the strategy, the, the self-development and the education is my oxygen that I cannot go without. And how many have felt before that whatever you were working on in your, or you're doing was on life support, struggling to survive? trying to figure it out, trying to make it make sense, fighting to keep it above water. How much do we really invest in ourselves? My purpose is to bring change, to bring order, to realign. Next one, please. What can I do? That is my potential. I have the unique ability to increase and multiply whatever I have been given. Increase it, multiply it, Subdue, fill the earth, have, have dominion. That's all Bible, by the way. But whatever I've been given, I have the unique ability to grow it. Whatever I have been given. Not whatever somebody else is doing. 
It's not my job to worry about everybody else. My job is, first of all, I got to master myself. And then I could take these principles and these, this knowledge and this experience and this understanding and turn it into value for my audience. But if I am not assigned or appointed to worry about this, but I feel like I always need to voice my opinion, then the truth is, is that I'm still uncertain of what my purpose is. Have you ever met somebody where they feel they always got to let you know what they're thinking? They got to let you know how much they know, which nobody cares. And they got to let you know how good they are. They got to give you their whole resume. And they got to let you know why you should listen to them and what makes them so qualified to tell you what to do. If I don't understand my purpose, I won't understand the purpose of anything that I've been given. Everything has a purpose for its purpose, in its purpose. There is purpose in everything, but I got to know my purpose first. If I don't know mine, I won't understand what this is for or what is meant for me. What's not meant for me? What to say yes to, what to say no to. But if you ever come across those that where they feel they always got to tell you, they always got to let you know that how much they know or how far they've come or how much they've accomplished, all the stuff that they've achieved, but they're always worried about everybody else and their problems instead of actually focusing on themselves. But if you would really actually look at what they're dealing with and they're going through, they'd be the last person that you would ever listen to or take advice from, right? Because the thing is, is that if I don't understand my purpose, I won't understand my authority or my dominion to govern or to lead or to build or to become creative in something. And whatever I get involved with will start to have control over me instead of me having control over it. That's where substance abuse comes in. Drug abuse comes in. Alcohol abuse comes in. And all of these other addictions and abuse comes in. There is a purpose for everything. There is a purpose for the cocoa plant. There is a purpose for the tequila plant. Now, I'm not calling anybody out saying don't ever do, you know, have a drink anymore. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if I don't understand the purpose of things, it leads to abuse of the thing and then it controls me. Then it now is the thing that I am striving for, I'm now burning out for, or now I'm doing everything in order to get the fulfillment or the fix. But when you understand your purpose, you are not tossed to and fro by everybody else's opinion. You are not easily manipulated or controlled, but you have authority to overtake whatever obstacle or challenge is set before you.